Oh, you guys, this episode has been like a long time coming. You know, when you go through the seasons of like things just aren't always going according to plan and there's there's stressors and every, everyone's nodding there. It's like, yeah, Jamie, mm-hmm. you get it. Like both Heather and I have hit some of that recently and it's been trying to say the least. Trying. I was thinking like cuckoo bananas, but <laughs> I was going a different <laughs> angle with it, but I it's like trying is very true. I like the double entendre of trying though, because yeah. I feel like that really resonates with, oh, with both true. of us. That's See? true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very smart, Jamie. <laughs> we are gathered here today to bring together the wedding community. Whether you are a seasoned pro, a newbie planning to start your own wedding business, or an engaged couple hoping to see behind the scenes, we're here to share tips, tricks, and laughs with you as we talk weddings. The Union Podcast is a show that aims to build a community for those in the wedding planning trenches. Join Jamie Wolfer, Heather Laurie Fear, and special guests in roundtable discussions about the challenges and joys of the wedding business. And now, here come your hosts, Jamie and Heather. Oh, I mean, I'm laughing, but like, that's something that Heather and I have been really been discussing about recently is, you know, what our individual infertility journeys are looking like, what our mm-hmm. stressors and our pain points are looking like, because there's, there seems to be a lot of them for the two of us right now. Yeah. We're, we're little delicate flowers, but we are weathering the storms, <laughs> um, in our lives. And I think all of us as business owners are in a special situation in certain ways. It's more challenging in certain ways you have more control. Um, and that's kind of why we want to talk about this today. Cause for a lot of you listening, you're probably not worrying about trying to conceive a baby Yeah, and good on you like you, but I'm sure you have other challenges in your life. Cause that's what life is like all about is overcoming these challenges. And in my mind, reframing them as things you've made made it through and grown from and that make you stronger and proud of the life you've lived. Right. So whatever you're going through, whatever challenges you've been facing, whether it's like a loss, a loss of a pet or a relationship challenge or death, or maybe you're on this fertility journey like us or a number of other things you could be going through. Um, today, basically want to talk about how we have navigated those challenges and those difficult moments as business owners. And also, kind of some ways, especially as a wedding planner, that these Mm -hmm. emotional issues, these challenges can really, they can interfere with your work. Kind of like when you're in, in the stuff, when you're there at a wedding, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of family stuff. So depending on what challenges you're facing, it can be very triggering. So we want to talk about all that today and kind of how to navigate that. Yeah. uh, It's because what we do is so emotional like what we do and what we deal with is we deal with emotional people because it's such an incredible day. Also, I want to say if, if you are wondering if this is the right moment for you to be listening to this podcast, if you're not ready, uh, if you need more time or more space before you can listen to these sorts of things, maybe you're in the thick of it right now. Don't feel like you have to keep listening. Like really and truly we've been there. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you're at the bottom, it's, it's, it's so hard when you're sitting in it to, to listen to something like this. Um, so just as our permission, if this is too much for you, please feel free to click away. Just know that we will be here with this information. Should you, should you want to come back, um, at another time? Cause I know that there are times for me where I'm like, I can't, I, I can't mm-hmm. do this right now. And that's, yeah. that's inherently how I behave. At least when I have things going on emotionally is I'm either all in or all out Yeah, business wise. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like a yo-yo. <laughs> I'm like me, me I, too. 
right? Like I go in, I'm doing emails for six hours. I'm content planning. I'm like barely speaking to my husband or my children. And then other times I'm like, oh, I have a job. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's Wait. that thing I do on the internet? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's very true. I think that's very natural. And something, a part of why we wanted to record this for you guys was to say, it's okay to give yourself space to do that. Yeah. And like I mentioned, it's part of the blessing of being a business owner that you have the space to do that, especially if you've built your company in a way with it, with it, some systems in place with some, you know, key pieces, some templates, some awesome systems like HoneyBook, you know, things that are going to help make the day-to-day yeah. stuff happen without you in the middle of it for a week or two. If you have to take space for your mental health, for your, you know, for your family, for whatever's going on and whatever you're walking through at that time to give yourself room to deal with it. Um, honestly, America, we have our capitalist society, <laughs> you know, we're trained from ch- being little children that we're supposed to be worker bees. And we're told if you're not working eight hours, at least you are not doing enough. And that's Mm -hmm. like so ingrained in us where when you get to the point with your business that you're not having to do that, sometimes you might find that you feel guilty. Or if you hit a point like this, where it's really stressful or some crazy shit's going down in your life. And you're just like, I need to do this, that you might feel bad to take the space to do it. And you shouldn't. And, and that's a a big thing we want to make sure you guys know is, is that's okay. You got to take care of yourself. And that's, that guilt hits me really hard. Mm -hmm. That guilt hits me extremely hard. I am not forgiving when I have downtime. I I'm, I'm better at it now than I was Mm -hmm. in the beginning, but I am not very forgiving and I will just sit and like, try to be relaxing, but just feel sick to my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Like when I'm not working, just being like, Oh, you should be doing this. I am so harsh on myself in my own mind, especially during times of trial where I'm like, this is a time where maybe it's a financial trial. This is a time where you really should be leaning into this and you should be coming up with more things to, to earn more money. And that's, it's, it's, uh, gets naggy or just kind of sits there. I'm not good at that. Like I'm mm-hmm. still, I'm still working on that. Um, but I, I agree. I think having those systems in place, there's a reason that we always talk about them. And it's not just that like, we want you to use all these apps or work on all these websites or um, use our discount code. No, it actually gets you to the point where it removes you from being like a puppet for your own business. Um, so you can enjoy day-to-day life more. And then when tragedy strikes or when a relationship falls apart or, you know, um, when a, a day that's supposed to be special comes to pass and nothing special comes to pass on that day, um, you can step back and you can step back with less guilt and more freedom. And it's taken me a while to get there. Like, I'm yeah. still not great at it, but because I have some systems in place and because I have other people that I'm working with now, um, not to say that you can't do this when, if you're by yourself or a solo entrepreneur, but um, maybe there's another planner who could step in to help out who could answer some of your emails, take over an event. This is another important thing for like networking. Um, I have no idea where I was going with that thought. I just kind of all blurted it out. (laughs) But uh, yeah, to speak on your point of having those systems set in place, like I would would be so screwed Mm -hmm. if I didn't have that. Yeah, Um, definitely. For me, I think I know I run on kind of waves of energy that I'll for a few days be completely obsessed with the project, like dive deep into it where it's hard for me to focus on anything else because I want to fix and finish what I'm doing. And then I'll hit 
a point where I'm just like, yeah, I can't even look at that. Like my brain Mm. cannot come up with the proper sentence at this time. I'm dealing with whatever emotional stuff's going on or whatever other situations. And I just can't go there. So knowing that having these systems is like a fail safe, right? That's the right term. It's like covers you when you can't do it. And I know some people, you know, if you have had a blessed life where you have not had a hard season yet, I am very happy for you, but I will tell you life will come up with something to challenge you at some point. And it's not something to fear. It's a thing that's going to help you grow, but when it does, you're going to want to have the things in place to not have your business collapse around you because you need to take time away. Um, so yeah, that's so important. You guys, um, as far as I mean, should we talk about what's been going on a little bit? Because yeah, I'm listening. I feel like if we're just like, you know, teasing it a lot. People are like, what's happening? What's going not, on? Neither of us are dying. That's no. as far as we know. We're both healthy and yeah. safe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but obviously I, I mentioned infertility earlier. Um, that's been something that like both Heather and I have just kind of bonded over. <laughs> yeah. And, like the, the worst, it's the worst sort of girl gang. Yeah. Um, the club you don't want to join, but mm-hmm. man, we are supportive of each other when we're, yes. we're in the club. <laughs> yes, we are. So, uh, I have something called secondary infertility. So obviously I already have kids that I had naturally and there was no need for intervention, but for some reason, uh, like we th- we've been trying for about three years after Silas, um, and we've got nothing. So it's that monthly reminder of like, okay, still, still, still nothing, but we cannot afford, or even if we could afford are choosing to not spend. And obviously Heather, a lot of you money. know this. Yeah. I've got a, a different story. Of money. We've spent a lot oh. of money on this. <laughs> um, and for me, I made a video about it on my personal channel and I felt really raw and really exposed. And then, like, I made one more video after that and then just stopped posting on that channel. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I, I let it out into the ether and I like, I couldn't do anymore. So I had to shut down that leg of my business and it's been shut down since then really mm-hmm. and truly. Um, cause it just was so raw and so vulnerable, which I know helped people, but also I was like, that was too raw. I gotta, I gotta go away for a little bit. Yeah. So that's something that we've has been really heavy the last few months for me personally. And I know, like, I know this has been something that you have obviously been really sitting into Heather. We interrupt this podcast because there is something extremely special that I want to share with you guys. I don't know about you, but for the last who knows how many years I've been using a Frankenstein Google copied and pasted contract. And while that is extremely embarrassing to admit to all of our listeners, I know that there are people out there who feel the same as I do. And there were a couple things that kept me from actually getting an attorney drafted contract. Actually, no, there was one thing. It was so expensive and it seemed so out of reach. That's when I learned about Legally Set. You see, Coonby with Legally Set has created industry specific contracts for people like you and me working in the wedding industry. They're easy to customize. They're drafted by an actual attorney and not Google. Can you imagine that? And last but not least, they are so extremely affordable. So if you were like me and maybe using a less than appropriate and or legal contract, it's time to step up your game. You have no more excuses. Head on over to the unionpodcast.com slash legally set to check them out. We're a good 10 years into our infertility journey here. Uh, maybe even more now. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember. A long time. Long, we're, we're old timers. Um, so, I mean, I have a You're little not different- that old. <laughs> well, I mean, at do- dealing with this stuff, yeah, I know. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Cause I feel like 
at least in my experience, the earlier part of like accepting that this is the reality of what you're experiencing is actually the hardest. Like now that I'm where I am, I'm just like, of course, everything is going bad. Like I, I don't, that <laughs> oh, makes me sound yeah. like so <laughs> hardened by this, but kind of, I kind of am. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we are blessed to have a daughter. We had her through IVF. Um, but that was after many years of trying mm-hmm. two rounds of IVF, we had done that was our fourth transfer. So, I mean, we had, we had been through the, the system and we had fostered kids. We had fostered six kids. I thought we were adopting one of them. She went back with her mother, which was, it's a beautiful thing. They're doing amazing. And we're in in a great relationship with them. But I mean, like a lot of things didn't go well for us Mm, before we had her. And then since having her, we started being like, Oh, let's try for another. Now we're all like confident because everything went perfect with her pregnancy. And then now I had, well, a very complicated experience with the last transfer. We We thought it was just a miscarriage. Then they thought it was in the topic doubt. They, they don't really know, but I ended up having to have emergency surgery a few weeks ago. So things got real crazy for us in in the utero region. (laughs) It wasn't good. (laughs) And was very hard, very hard. Like for as light as I'm being about this, it was very devastating and, um, kind of re open the wound from the beginning, because mm. I think having had the positive experience and things go so smoothly, like kind of made me like forget and just like block out how terrible things were for so long. And suddenly I was like, Oh Jesus, this is back. I hate this. Yeah. I do not enjoy this. So, um, having to really dig back into what I was doing to take care of myself earlier in this and, and regrounding myself because I had kind of just gotten, you know, into the motions and kind of forgotten. This was part of the reality we have. Um, it's not defining me, but it's part of my experience. So having to really uh, find the things that help me take care of myself. And, uh, yeah, that's where we're at on top of that. I mean, there's been a lot of 2020 and 2021 were not easy by any stretch of the imagination. No, we lost my dear dog. My dad went through chemotherapy. We've had what one would call a shit storm. Yeah. Like it's, it's honestly, it's been like, okay, what's next? Like what's I next? I felt Just- so terrible. Every time I'll text Jamie, I'll be like, so this is going on now. I'm sorry. But it would always happen on podcast recording days always, too. You guys, this has been going on like we record on Wednesdays normally. And I swear yeah. Wednesdays were like cursed for months. I just be like, Oh God, what are we going to find out? Like we're doing one time your sprinkler broke or like your sprinkler oh, system went, yeah, remember that? Sprinkler went crazy and we're shooting water everywhere. It was just whenever something would go wrong, it would right. be on a podcast day. That right. was just how, how things were turning out. But <laughs> yeah. regardless, like things have been a bit crazy here. And yeah. fortunately, like I said, the systems are built. Um, we've got a lot of stuff automated, a lot of things are pretty easy to keep moving. Um, and I will say there's a difference in your business between being in a phase where you're growing and like pushing and trying to get to the next level. And Mm -hmm. you're having to invest a lot of energy and really be creative and push versus truthfully at points we've had to kind of just be on like the maintenance, like we'll get a month where we'll be like, okay, we're pushing really hard. And then like, okay, nope, we just maintain this month. Um, and so that's something for you guys to be mindful of too. Yeah. You're not gonna like go for X your business every month. Like that's, you will once in a while, the stars will align. You'll have the energy, the right opportunity will come up. Awesome. But it's not, it's not going to be every month because life. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what's going on. 
Yeah. And like, as far as obviously your infertility journey has been <laughs> much longer than mine. And, you know, I, I am much quieter about, not that you're really loud about yours. I shouldn't say like that. I just oh, yeah, feel I'm like, so loud. I, yeah. like everybody, no everybody. baby in my uterus. My uterus don't work. <laughs> I think it's my um, tube, but we're not really sure. But you know, it's it's one of the f- non-functioning, supposed to be functioning sections. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's, I almost don't have here. Okay, ready? I yeah. feel like I almost don't have permission to say, have the same feelings mm. as those experiencing fertility from the very beginning. So I don't talk about it as much. Yeah. Because I, think, I already have children. Yeah, so I can't I think talk about it. I can, I can see where that is. There's so many issues of guilt here really, right. around all of this stuff. Um, because we all want to like compare our pain or compare like the tragedy or the difficulties and like what might be really hard to one person may not be that hard to another. And I think we all need to just respect if someone says they're going through a difficult time and can't concentrate, can't focus, like then you need time off. So whatever feels like a struggle for you is valid for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't think in the fertility world, there are definitely people who would think that, you know, you have a kid already, so you can't feel bad about that. And it's definitely a different thing. Like for me, there's been like a guilt of, I already have this daughter. Why? Especially since we are doing active, well, not right now, we were doing active treatments to spend money on that. When I'm like, I have a daughter here, I could be like loading up her college fund. I could be going on a trip. I could be Mm. doing a lot of things instead of putting money into something that's not always going to work. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot there that's a challenge, no matter which situation you're in. Yeah. And I, I know when you haven't had a kid yet, it's just the fear that it will never happen. And you're on this and, and just don't know if it will happen. And you still have that same feeling with an additional child. If you feel called that you want another child. So yeah. I don't think you can compare it like compare pain. It's, you know, everybody's right. just going in their own struggle. Um, but I do think it's something to be mindful of that if someone is without a child and they're trying for the first one, they can maybe feel that it's not valid for you to complain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. from that perspective, but I, I think it is valid. Like each person's experiencing it. We interrupt this week's podcast for Jamie to use a weird voice to talk about something she's really excited about. You guys, I will never stop talking about HoneyBook. You know, you know I'm obsessed with this platform. It is just the most comprehensive way for me as a wedding planner to make sure I'm tracking my clients, keep all the files in the same exact place, keep all of our communication centralized, and to make sure I don't double book because I know that's the nightmare of so many of us. Right now, HoneyBook is offering 50% off a one-year subscription, which is absolutely insane. I don't know why they didn't offer this when I first signed up. To be honest, I'm a little bit bitter, but you have the awesome opportunity of taking advantage of this today. So if you are interested, head on over to theunionpodcast.com slash honeybook and sign up today. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep talking about it. Actually, I'm probably going to keep talking about it anyways. So you should just go sign up. I've gone to some support groups at points and found it to be helpful, but also found it to be a bit triggering for me because Mm. some of the people, you know, are just at different places and a different emotional volatility. And so Mm. it was almost like seeing some of the people being so distraught and panicked, like made me more panicked. Yes. Um, so I think you have to kind of find what works for you and find the, the people you can connect with that, 
don't escalate your emotions in whatever situation. Like I said, if this yeah. is an illness in your family, a relationship issue, whatever, like there are things are, that can be triggering and there are going to be certain people who you can discuss it with. And it's actually helpful and other people who you cannot and, yeah. um, just make it worse. Cause there are definitely yeah. people in my life who I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you about this. I can't, I can't talk to you about that. Yeah. That's why I, okay. That's literally why I stopped using Facebook mm-hmm. kind of generally as a whole. Cause I had joined infertility groups or like temp drop. Cause I used that for like a year and a half. Thinking mm-hmm. That would be the magic cure. If I could figure out stopped using it. Cause I'm like, I can't see one more post. I can't see one more celebration post or one person totally freaking out or, and what's been interesting is how weddings affect that. Yeah. I was going to say, this is like triggers, you know, like for you, those things were triggers. And for me, I like the different difficult points we went through. Like I had a wedding scheduled that I coordinated on a day that was supposed to be a due date for a baby that did not come into this world. So that was a horrible Mm. day for me in my mind. And like having to go be at a celebration that day was just a bad idea for me. Like I Mm. made it through the event. The event went beautifully. The couple knew no different of it, but I left so sad. It was like, every time I'd see people like, yay, what a beautiful day. And I'd just be like in the corner, like talking myself up to like pull myself together, to not break Mm. down in the middle of this. Um, whole situation. So I think being aware of your triggers and like, they can be way more mild than that. It can, for me, I would also have situations where in the speeches or the toasts, um, or in, in the vows themselves, couples talk about like, Oh, our future family. And I would just be like, I cannot hear this. I cannot hear you cannot promise that person you're having a family. You cannot, Mm. I mean, you, I would have loved to do that too, but it's not working. And so it's just knowing those triggers. And I think for people with other challenges, like perhaps you lost a parent. And so seeing the father daughter dance or, you know, these different aspects of the celebration might be really hard for you. So I'd be mindful and give yourself space that maybe whenever that part of the event's coming up, you have your assistant handle it, or you excuse yourself from the room. Once you like cue everyone and go and take a few minutes to regroup because it is valid that aspects of the day can be really hard depending on where you are at. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to uh, I turtle emotionally. Mm-hmm. So um, I am just about as affected by a baby at a wedding as I am like a baby at Target. Um, so like I I probably hide it more mm-hmm. and I just I don't let it affect me in that way necessarily. But I do have those moments where I'm like, it's more the the day to day and less at the event where, you know, let's say, here we go. TMI, let's say I start my period mm-hmm. and I have a meeting that night and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to. Yeah. I just want to cry. Yeah. I just want to cry. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't want to go talk to you about your beautiful future together, even though I'm super excited for it. And I'm so honored that you picked me and you hired me. I'm like, today, I just want to cry. Yeah. So that's been my experience of having to realize it's less of me being um, triggered necessarily by what I'm seeing at an event, but it's more of like just month to month. I'm like, yeah. okay, this day I can't function Yeah. Like, or I, I need to reschedule or or sometimes I'll, I'll work through it and I'll, I'll be okay. And I'm like, I get a very large glass of wine afterwards. And you can bet your bottom dollar I'm wearing pajama pants in that Zoom call. Okay. That's what I'm doing. There, there's <laughs> no reason you wouldn't be wearing pajama pants. No. That's perfectly acceptable Zoom attire. Thank and you. definitely in that situation. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, 
it's rough. Uh, that, that day of the month is a rough one. If you're on the trying to conceive journey and you've been on it for a while, um, yep. it's definitely yep. not, not a highlight it's, moment, especially when the symptoms leading up to it are also similar symptoms that would lead up to something more positive. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh gosh, every month, every month. It's just, just crazy cycle inside your head. Yep. 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 It's, um, very distracting. It's very distracting yeah. going on that yeah. merry-go-round of emotions and like I'm gonna be hopeful. Never mind. Why was I hopeful? Never I mind. Hate myself for thinking I knew. anything good. I would knew. Happen. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you guys, if you have not oh. gone on this journey, bless your life because that is so yeah. fortunate for you. But just realize the this hopefully opens your eyes to what people go through a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I, again, just to tie this to like other things, like it's going to be so difficult with all sorts of different situations. So, um, I think I had, I had a few ideas here of things that have been like helping me take care of myself a little bit better. Lay it on me, sis. I need all of them. (laughs) I need all of them. So I think, um, maybe it will help you guys. Some of it, you probably already know these are I'm no, no genius here. You guys, I'm just telling you some stuff you probably already heard, but maybe today is the day it hits you. Right. Okay. Um, exercise makes a big difference for me. Oh, is that the part where I say, yes, exercise helps me too. Yeah. Do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> I literally just got an exercise bike like six months ago. I saw I've that. never exercised at all in my adult life until I got this. And how do you but- feel about that exercise bike? I, I feel like it makes me sweaty when I don't want to be, um, <laughs> yeah, it might make you have to redo your hair more often than you want. I am. I'm not, I, I don't get that. Like, Oh, I feel so good that I worked out. No, I don't get that. Okay. Like I don't feel better hmm. for me. But, it's like an energy release because I feel like if I'm oh, like yeah. emotionally charged, I can go and you guys, I don't like to generally do like delicate stuff. I've been trying to do like Pilates lately, but before this, I would like to run like very hard or go lift weights and do things that are like very exhausting to my body because it just like depletes Mm -hmm. all the energy and anger about things that are going on that's in my body. And so I find that to be really restorative. And I think, you know, as a kid, like my mom used to tell me, if you're mad, go hit a pillow, go yell in a pillow, like get a punching bag, like do something like that. If you're having a hard time, like punch the crap out of that bag and uh, release that tension. Cause I think the exercise really for me is a way to get all that toxic energy out of my body versus letting it just sit there and bubble. And then with something like fertility issues, you get resentful and angry at your body for failing. Yeah. And so I think having that energy released and not stored where you're just like letting it bubble up is, is very healthy in my opinion. Now I am again, no expert done this a long yeah. time didn't have a kid naturally though. So if you're trying to use this for fertility advice, I might not. <laughs> you ain't going to find it here. I sis. mean, I can't really guarantee that, but, um, <laughs> it might help. It might help meditating. Yeah. Obviously people think that's awesome. Personally. I like to do walking meditations, find that to be way more helpful. I don't know why again, like to move while I'm doing. It. Yeah. Yeah. I could not meditate to save my life. Okay. Nope. No. I just, I am the type that like, so, uh, I, you know, even during, even during praying, I'm like, Oh, did I start the laundry? Oh, did I blah? blah. And I, I know, I know that that takes training and I know mm-hmm. that t- that takes time. Um, so meditation is not, I, I think instead of me being meditative, I could be contemplative mm-hmm. 
and allow my mind to bounce around. Yeah. But without requirements. I think what's hard for me is the 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 notion that I staying in one place and like blanking out my mind. I'm like, that's never gonna ha- that's never gonna happen. Yeah. But if I can allow myself space to be contemplative, mm-hmm. to be creative, to um yeah, the, the creativity is really what gets me. Mm-hmm. If I can like redesign a space in my home or come up with a good meal and like Zen out while doing that, that is that is not meditation at all whatsoever, but that is just as cathartic for me as perhaps the meditative walking is for you. Yeah. I find that the meditation is very challenging as well, but, um, I either do walking meditation and I kind of try to just do like a mantra or something like kind of repeat something positive Mm, to myself mm -hmm. as I do it. And if I have other thoughts, just let them pass and come back to it. Or I will do rage on a page, which is like literally just like, bleh, like word vomit all over the page of anything emotional, what I'm holding in all the stuff that's just Whoa. like connecting to each other. Oh dear. And I have a child yelling in the background, but <laughs> literally just like going crazy with those emotions, leaning into it, anything that's coming yeah. up, just releasing it and putting it there so I can look at it. And then I look back at it. And you'll see some of the stuff that comes up from hard times is, is you put blame on yourself. You have guilt, mm. you have all these things. And when you write it out and actually look at it, you're like, well, that, that doesn't make me sense. Mm. And so that way you can, you can actually reflect on these things that maybe were going on in your mind and you weren't even realizing you were being really hard on yourself and, mm. um, letting that go and, tr- or at least trying to let it go. I need a rage page for sure. Yeah. Rage on a page, rage on a page, page. Raging. Rage, rage, rage page. paging, page raging, whatever you want to page call raging. it. I, it's not my thing. I, I definitely heard about this from That's Joe what? who probably heard about it from someone he interviewed on this podcast. So, <laughs> like, you know, thanks Joe. Thanks Joe and Joe's <laughs> podcast Joe. guest. Um, <laughs> being social, I think can be helpful or not helpful. Mm. Totally mm-hmm. depends on the dynamic and the people and the situation. Um, yeah. I will say for, again, this specific issue, I did not want to be around friends who had kids for a while. And then Mm. I had a moment where I was like, you know what? These are like little kids who are like your godchildren. They're going to be your godchildren in 10 years when this whole situation is probably behind you. And you're going to either know this kid or you're not going to know this kid. And so I need to be the grown up and step up and actually be here because Otherwise that kid's not going to know me and there's going to be no relationship. And I'm going to really regret that later. Um, so I was able to push myself through that. Um, but it wasn't easy. Definitely like the baby yeah. showers and stuff. Ooh, ooh, did not enjoy. It's, yes. It's, um, the, once the baby's out, mm-hmm. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. It's, but the act of watching someone else go through a pregnancy, I'm like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> like, it's so it's, beautiful. It's, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a, a YouTuber I watched who recently got pregnant. She's just got into her third trimester. I had to stop watching her videos. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch her videos anymore because she's so excited and buying all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you. I just can't. I can't do that. So I agree in those social situations. It's like now if I had a super dear friend who became pregnant, you know, I, I highly doubt I would stop hanging out with her necessarily. But um, yeah, I, I I think that for me, I need Oh, okay. How about, how about for a moment of real, real vulnerability? I just told my husband last night. I'm like, I miss having girlfriends. Yeah. Like I don't have any friends out here. It's hard. Um, It's hard when you're a parent. It's hard when you're a business owner. It's hard when you're in a freaking pandemic that won't end. And also (laughs) you moved to a new place where you you didn't really have anyone around. No. So it's, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm down Mm because I don't like, 
there's a couple people, but we're not that close. Yeah. And, you know, we're growing and kind of getting there, but I, I am fed by social circumstances and social situations. And I'm like there, I don't not have any with like meat on the bones. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I think with that being social idea, if you're someone like Jamie, like finding a way to, to push that forward, like knowing that putting the texts out to the do the people you do know are getting the conversation going, it's going to be hard. It's probably not going to feel comfortable as you're doing it. You're probably like, I don't even want to do this, but when you get something set up and it's on the calendar, you'll have something to look forward to. It will be fun and you'll be so glad that you did it. So yeah. yeah, If you're a person that needs that socializing, like give yourself that. Give it, do it. Yeah, I did. Actually, I have, we have a family coming over for dinner on Sunday, which I'm super excited about it. And um, yeah, because my husband's not going to set that stuff up, that stuff, stuff up. Why was that phrase so hard to say? Um, so it's, we're trying, we're getting there. We are going to a local church, which we haven't been to since we got here. Mm-hmm. Cause like things are obviously been crazy. Um, so, but it's hard to take those steps. It's hard to yeah. just like, it's hard to get on the exercise bike when I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, is my body going to feel good afterwards? Yes. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still waiting for the runner's high that everyone talks about. I know it's a bike, but I'm assuming yeah. that there's some sort of biker's I think, high I as think well. It would exist. Yeah. I, I haven't found it yet, but, but um, it is hard during these times to push forward. But when you do, I think we, we're both in agreement that it feels a lot better on the other side. Yeah. It's very restorative to, to take the time to do that and to know other people are there who care about you and stuff. Cause it can be very isolating. Again, any sort of terrible situation you're navigating can be so isolating. Yeah. And so having people around who allow you to remember that you are important, you are valued, people care about you. And there's more to life than this phase. And I'd yeah. say that was, that has been one of the biggest things that gets me through this is I just think about like how wanted I was by my mother and that she wouldn't want me to spend my life being so sad about something that hasn't happened for me that I'm not living life. And mm. so coming back to that of like, wow, I just like this baby. I so would love to have, I, I want so much for them. Well, I have to want so much for me too. And mm. so that helped me reframe things. Cause I think at certain points it was just like, oh, I don't even want to, to like, what's the point if I'm not going to get to be a mother, like this is so important to me and yeah. realizing like there is more to me than that. And I can be a mother figure to a lot of people and hence how we went into fostering and things like that. Um, but I have a lot that I can enjoy and be in this world beyond that. And I think it's yeah. important as women to remember that because a lot of our society trains us that that is our big value. That is a lot of what, what we bring to the world. Like we physically bring humans in the world. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We're really cool like that, that our bodies can do that, but we are a lot more and, and have a lot of beauty and different dimensions of what we can bring. So we got to remember to honor that part of ourselves too. Yeah. And not get so trapped up in the, the hyper specificity. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I think I just accidentally said to me. Awesome. Way to wait around out the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. To not be hyper-focused on that. It's guys, we're sitting in this with you. Like mm-hmm. in hard seasons, we are sitting in this with you. If you are experiencing something, a hardship that's affecting your business and you want to talk about it, please know that the Facebook group is always open to uh, to help you through some of those things. If you're one of our mastermind gals that are listening, you know, you know that mastermind group would just surround you. Um, and it's because of all this stuff going on that we have actually made the decision 
to switch to every other week for podcasts. Yeah. It's just been a lot on our plates, a lot to balance. And as much as we love having our listeners hear us every week, yeah, we just get to listen to our velvety smooth voices every other week, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Uh, I mean, I, of course, I told Heather right before we started recording, we decided that we were going to share this. I'm like, I feel like a failure. Like, I feel like I totally feel like a failure, but that's what I do to myself. Mm-hmm. Every time things aren't going the way that I had put them in my head, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's my fault. See, I need to page on a rage or something. Ra- get yeah, that out pagey, there. pagey. For you, pagey, pagey. You, I totally need to. Um, but you guys have, are such a precious audience to us that we knew that talking about a subject like this, as daunting as it is for us to be vulnerable and share these things, we knew that you guys would hear us and you'd receive it. You'd receive it well, and so we just felt really, really honored to be able to share this story with you. As much as like some of this sucks, mm-hmm. um, because we never want you to feel alone. Yeah. So, as a good round out. There's a reason that we talk about all of these things and apps and streamlining and, you know, outsourcing and getting your business to a place where you're not on it all the time. It's because we want you to enjoy life to the fullest and enjoy running your business. And when there are times when it's not joyful, you, you have an out. Yeah, you have space. You have a safety net. You have the ability to back up and uh, breathe for a little bit as we're doing now. Yes, that's very true, Jamie. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back in a few weeks with your next episode. Hey! You've just walked down the aisle of today's episode of the Union Podcast. Thank you for celebrating today's show with us. We hope that you found a little gem of wedding wisdom from this episode. Please let us know your feedback by sharing a screenshot of this episode on Instagram. Be sure to tag at Union Podcast so we can hear your voices. Let us know what topics you'd love to hear about on future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Until next time, stay lovely, wedding friends.